this episode, I'll be talking about how scheduling your worry can help you to manage your anxiety. And then to finish the episode, I'll be sharing a tool that will categorize your worries so that you can figure out what anxious thoughts are helpful and which are not. Because not all worry is a waste. But to start, if you feel like you're often consumed with worry or that you worry too frequently, it may be a good idea to schedule a daily time that is dedicated to worry. Now, this might sound counterproductive because the advice that is usually given when it comes to worry is to not do it. But if you're anything like me, that little nugget, that little piece of advice isn't all that helpful. Unfortunately, for many, if not most people, worry is something that you just can't stop doing entirely. So if anxious or worrisome thoughts can't be avoided, well, then it's best to try to manage them. And research shows that scheduling your worry is one of the best ways to do this. Scheduling worry time is a technique that is often used in cognitive behavioral therapy, and it works because it teaches your mind to keep your worry in check by limiting it to designated periods of time. Okay, so if you're willing to give this a try, I suggest dedicating 15 to 30 minutes every day to worry and to schedule this worry time for the same time every single day. That will make it easier to do on a consistent basis and for it to become a habit. And when it comes to the time you select, I strongly recommend not scheduling your worry time too close to your bedtime. Okay, so once you've picked a time, put that time down in your calendar. Maybe even set a reminder on your phone. And after you have it scheduled, now it's time to pick your worry place or your worry space. So I recommend doing your worry time in the same spot, the same location every single time. This will also help to make it a habit. And I think it's best to pick a place that is quiet and that you find somewhat calming. My personal worry spot is a patio chair that sits out on my deck. All right, so once your scheduled worry time has arrived and you're seated in your designated worry spot, before you start, set a timer so you can be sure not to go over your allotted amount of time. This is super important because you want to show your anxiety that you are in control and that worry is something that can be contained. So once the timer is set, now it's time to worry. Write down any and all worries that come to mind. Don't try to control, limit, or dismiss anything that pops up. This should be an unrestrained, no-holds-barred type of process. And during that initial dump, try not to spend any additional time trying to think about how to fix or solve any of these worries. That can come later. This initial period of time is just about writing down as many worries as possible. And I do recommend writing them down instead of just thinking about them. Writing them down helps to create some space between you and your anxious thoughts. Just downloading them from the cloudy and chaotic space known as our minds and onto a piece of paper, that alone can be quite therapeutic. When we can see our worries in written form, they often don't appear or feel as overwhelming. Now, you may choose to type them out on a laptop or use an app on your phone, but in my experience, going old school with a pen and paper is the best way to download, to, to unload, and fully unpack all that worry. This technique of scheduling your worry, it doesn't work for everybody, but it does work for a lot of people. And why it works for so many is because of how the mind works. When an anxious thought pops up, it's usually not effective to just meet that worry with a uh, not now anxiety. The anxious mind usually won't wait long before it again comes a knocking on your noggin's door. But if you have a scheduled worry time, you can interact with those anxious thoughts 
any more helpful way. When a worrisome thought arrives before your worry time, instead of dwelling on it, you can instead thank your anxious mind for bringing this to your attention, jot the worry down, and then tell your anxiety that you have made a note about this important concern and that you'll be addressing it later that same day during your scheduled worry time. And if a worrisome thought pops up after your scheduled time, if it's one that was covered earlier, you can remind yourself that it's already been addressed. But if it's a new one, you can make a quick note of it and appease the anxious mind by telling it that this new worry will be addressed tomorrow at the regularly scheduled time. And a quick note here, if you are someone who struggles to fall asleep at night due to a racing mind, I highly recommend giving this a try. For many people, the prime time for worry is bedtime, and the place of worry is the bed itself. The neuroscientist Matthew Walker, who is an expert on the topic of sleep, he talks about how our brains are these incredibly associative devices, and the brain will quickly learn that the thing known as our bed is the place of being awake and anxious, and not the place where we relax and fall asleep. When that happens, we need to break that association. And this scheduled worry time is a great way to break that association. For those of us who are very familiar with this tired but wired bedtime experience. All right, switching things up here a bit. If you are interested in taking this worry time technique to the next level, I have created a worry worksheet of sorts to use after you have written all of your worries down. I created it to help contain and then categorize your worries so you can figure out what anxious thoughts are helpful and which are not. A link for the PDF of this worry time worksheet is in the show notes of this episode. If you're able to pull it up while listening to this, it may be helpful, but I'm going to explain it in a way that doesn't require you to be looking at it. And if it's something you want to give a try, you can pull it up at a later time. Okay, so on the left side of this worksheet is the WAWA section. WAWA stands for what are you worried about? And this is where you will write down all those worries that come to mind during your scheduled worry time. To the right of that is where you will categorize each of the worries you listed. Because in my opinion, worrisome or anxious thoughts can be put into one of three categories. The first category is a reminder. The second is a lesson. And if a worry doesn't land in either of those two, then it belongs in the third category, which is worry that is a waste. So getting into that first classification of worry that is a reminder, this is a type of worry that can be seen as a, a helpful alert that action can or should be taken. For example, you may have written down that you don't know if your dentist appointment is this week or next. That type of worry is a reminder because you can likely remove it by checking your calendar, your email, or making a call to the dentist's office the next day. Or maybe you wrote down that you are feeling overwhelmed because you're not prepared for a trip that you're about to take. That one can be a helpful reminder to pack your suitcase, range for a pet sitter, fill the car with gas, or locate that passport of yours. Within this reminder category, under each line where you list a worry, you will see a line below it that starts with the word when. This is where you will write down the time and date of when you'll be reducing or removing that worry. If a worry can be reduced or removed in under two minutes, I recommend going with the now option. I like to refer to this as the two-minute drill, but if you can't reduce or remove that worry in two minutes or less, then it needs to be scheduled on that when line. And notice this line starts with the word when and not later. Later is an unspecific amount of time. 
and sometimes later turns into never. This when, not later approach can really take the steam out of worry. And that's because you'll be able to say, thank you, anxiety, for alerting me to this. And I want you to know that it has been scheduled. We have scheduled the date and time when we will be getting to the bottom of this. This technique can be described as the start or schedule approach. And by doing this, the anxious mind will be much less likely to bring that same worry up to your attention. And that's because you have already scheduled its reduction or removal. All right. So to the right of the reminder category is the lesson portion of this worksheet. This is for the type of worry that can be used as a lesson, a lesson learned. This is where you will place the worries that cannot be reduced or removed now or at a later time. But this worry, it may be an opportunity to learn a lesson and decide to do things differently as you move forward. An example of a worry that would fall into this lesson learned category could be, all right, so you get off work on Friday and you're angry because of something your boss said or did. And so you're thinking about it the whole drive home. And when you arrive home, you realize you're still fired up. So because of this, you think it would be a good idea to fire off an email to give your boss a piece of your mind. And then you hit send on that bad boy. And then comes the worry when you realize that message has been sent and cannot be taken back. And now you have the entire weekend to worry as you anticipate just how much damage has been done. So within this lesson category, under each line where you list the worry, there will be a line that starts with LL, standing for lesson learned. This is where you write out what you will do differently moving forward so you can avoid experiencing a worry like that at any point in the future. For the example I gave, someone might write down, you know, uh, in the future, I will not email anyone while I'm angry. Or maybe they write down, you know, when I'm angry, I'm going to write the email, but save it as a draft and then decide whether or not to send it in the morning. All right. When you see worry as an opportunity to learn a lesson, you can reframe the worry as an important lesson learned. And this, it can dampen your worries focus on the dire. And instead, you can meet that worry with a sort of, you know, thank you, anxious mind. I have acknowledged the mistake I made. And not only that, I have addressed it by deciding what I need to do to make sure we never experience something like this again in the future. And finally, the third category, worry that is a waste. If a word that you wrote down cannot be categorized as a reminder or a lesson learned, then that worry belongs in the waste category. These are the type of worries that when you think about them, you realize, hey, there's nothing I can do about this and there's nothing I can learn from this. These type of worries are a waste. They provide zero nutritional value. They are empty calories and therefore empty concerns. If you look at the worksheet, you will see that this category has a vertical line of dashes that separate it from the rest of the worksheet. That line is there so that when you're done writing down these wasteful worries, you can tear out that section, crumple it up, and throw it in the trash. The trash, otherwise known as a waste basket. See what I did there? Worry that is a waste? Waste basket? Okay, so there you have it. A worry worksheet, a tool you can use to unload your worries 
during your scheduled worry time. And also, a tool that you can use to help figure out what anxious thoughts are helpful and which are not. Because remember, not all worry is a waste.